Hi, my name is Steve Garnett. I'm Aaron Kelly. I'm Jimmy 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 Rouse. Welcome to Giant Size Man Things, the butt squeezing, toast greasing, alakazam, it's a ghost greasing. Does that end the style of uh, uh, Heartbreaker by Pat Benatar? How's that song go? Like you're a heartbreaker. A dream maker. Oh yeah, I guess it was. Maker. Come on, baby. Yeah, biscuit making. Yeah. Bis- biscuit making. That's not the exact same me, style. I want me some of them Pat Benatar biscuits. They're good <laughs> with mustard on them. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're, we're, we don't even really have a fucking show prepared for this week. <laughs> I wish my father was here to guide me on this journey of. Quail meat. <laughs> Somebody else's dad showed up this week. Whose? Uh, uh, that would be uh, the uh, Junior Trickster's dad showed up this week on the Flash. Oh yeah, that's true. I watched that yeah. just last night. Man, it's a pretty good episode. I've actually. heard so many people talk about that episode. Spoiler alert! <laughs> For those of you who have not watched it yet. Uh, the, apparently Mark Hamill's big big deal was, uh, you know, when he reveals his identity as the young man's father on the episode, he looks at him and goes, I am your father. Yeah. <laughs> I was excited about, to hear about that. But the, 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 the dude at work, that come, he came in the next day, he's like, did you watch The Flash last night? I'm like, no. And he's like, let me tell you what happened. And I've never seen anybody so excited about the television show, Robert Anderson. I'm talking about you. Leaping up and down like a small child, you were so excited, which is really just bizarre to see when we're talking about a man that's like six five. Since we're doing spoilers, <laughs> uh, to me, the most exciting part about that episode was the is it is it revealed in the show that uh, I can't remember what the guy's actual name is. Sorry for that, but the guy from the future that came and. Took over that Professor Well guy's body. Yeah. The reverse flash, whatever his actual name is. I can't remember it said it, but some weird name. I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, they call him, that, is that the guy, they call him Professor Zoom in the comics, right? Hmm. I don't know. I don't watch the flash. I don't read the flash, so. <laughs> but I know, that, I, I know that that character exists. Matt Johnson will know. Matt Johnson, I Matt know. Johnson, enlighten us. He will answer the question. Um, so I uh, accidentally ran over a chicken yesterday on my bike. Did you not flip? No. <laughs> chicken how, hell you gonna, how hell are you going to make a joke at a man's expense like that about his bike? I, I didn't, that wasn't made to be a joke. I was asking a serious question. I just asked if he flipped. <laughs> I wasn't. Wait, is that a real concern on, on a scooter? That you can flip it? Yeah. Yeah. If you hit a chicken? If you hit anything. Well, I don't want to grab one of them anymore now. Dude, potholes are scary sometimes. <laughs> well, in fucking Johnson City, potholes are scary if you're in a tank. Well, I know, man. Some of the road work around my house is out of control. And it's never going to be over. No. I've decided that. They've been working on the same stretch of road for like 10 years. You know, they just have money to spend. Like, let's just repave the same road that we pave all While the time. screwing up everyone's While tires. While screwing everyone's yeah. tires up. <laughs> let's, uh, Netflix is launching Daredevil. Uh, On Friday. Yeah, it'll be this coming Friday. I don't know when you guys listen to the show. But, oh, uh, yeah. 
I'm excited. And it too. looks really sweet. And this is the first of I. I know they have three shows. They have Jessica Jones, and then they have uh, uh, Luke Cage. I don't know what the Netflix show is actually going to be called. That I don't uh, know I if it's it called. Is Luke Cage, yeah. That's what. Okay. Uh, also, Iron Fist, because I was just reading about this on the internet, and The Defenders. So there's five total shows. But they all center around one another. I read there uh, somewhere that they're trying to throw uh, this Daredevil in with the Civil War, like the Iron Man 3. Did you see that? They're trying to get these characters in the cinematic universe, I guess. Okay. And they're trying well, to start that, with... All right, that would be cool, you know. Um, uh I, yeah, I had read something about that earlier this week, but it was it was rumor at yeah. that point. So I think it would be cool if they did that. You know, whereas you know DC is going the other route and saying, well, you know, if you saw him on TV, you ain't gonna see him on film. Yeah. It'll be it'll be a different character played by a different actor, or a different take on the character played by a different actor. So yeah, uh, I think that that's just stupid and causes confusion. Yeah. Right now, I think Marvel's got the better plan, both comic and movie and TV media-wise. It does appear to be, so... I mean, well, you know, we've bitched about this several times on the shows. Like, you know, for the last couple of years, it seemed like there's no been nobody in control at DC or Marvel. But it's looking like Marvel's turning that around and actually may have actually been just letting things go because they knew that they were building up to this huge storyline in Secret Wars. Yeah. That was, that was going to be a way to ride all of it. It appears to be a, a game changer for the Marvel Universe, honestly. Man, honestly, I, you know, we were talking about this the other night. It's like, there, there are so many books coming out once Secret War starts from Marvel that it, it, it may flip me from being an indie man to a Marvel man just because, you know, there's there's a lot of books coming out I want to read. They might not be great, but, you know, I still want to try them out. Yeah. So. I agree. Uh, you guys want to do picks of the week? No. No? No pick of the week? No, let's do it. <laughs> do you want me to start, guys? Sure. Let's rock and roll! Mine is uh, Nailbiter, issue 11. Um, I think I'm the only one here that reads Nailbiter. It's too scary uh, for me. It's not... You, like, this started a new story arc, and it got really crazy. Um, I don't... I don't want to spoil anything. I don't even want to say anything because it's not going to make sense if you don't read it. But uh, this book has gotten better. It's really one of those that issue two is better than one, three is better than two, so forth. And it's just, it's grown to be this huge thing. Um, The first story arc was setting up characters. Like the second story arc, we're setting up this town where all these serial killers were born and raised. And now this story arc is running with, you know, it's wide open because every bit of like... Then you need of, to know. What's huh? the name of the town? Buckaroo, Oregon. Buckaroo, Oregon. Places not to go, apparently. And you know, it's to the point where there's people that will like drive there to have birth so that they hope that their kid will grow up to be the serial killer because there's... The whole point is there's something in this town that has had the most serial killers out of any town in the world. And this, you know, they're trying to figure out, is there something in the water? Is there like, what is it that makes all these serial killers grow up here? And it gets to be, you know, pretty crazy. Um, well, and imagine that. I yeah. mean. <laughs> and, and it's just now getting to the point, I think, where we're, we're so close to figuring out exactly what it is. It's too scary for me. But, uh, you know, it's not a huge gore fest. I mean, there's there's some blood. Like, the cover of this issue is covered in blood. Um, and there, there was some blood in this issue. It's but, a little scary. You know, 
it's a really good story. I've yeah. thought about picking the book up a couple of times. And I'm a huge horror fan, so to me I, it's like, it's one of the better horror books out there, but it, it is also, there's so many things of like, there's a lot of twists, and it's not like I, you know, I haven't solved what's going on, so it's really hard to figure out what, you know, to do the detective work and figure out what's going on, so. Just ask my pappy. Well, I mean, your pappy. Uh, apparently the guys at Mountain Empire have decided that that is a book that I need to read because it's in my box every month, even though I don't want it. Uh, so I have actually thought about picking it up a couple of times. You should. I have the first issue and I liked it, but beyond that, nah, I haven't and any other. I got an honorable mention uh, because I was torn between the two with uh, Southern Bastards issue eight. If you're not reading that, it's about the South. It's about football. Sounds too scary for me. <laughs> and it's, uh, it, this kind of ended, you know, this Wow, new... it sounds like it's about my two most favorite things. <laughs> but th- they're the so... South and football. Y- you know, we're Ooh. not, like, we're not big sports fans, but it's just a, such a great book. But this one finally ended, it, th- this should be the end of that flashback. Like, the last three issues has been a flashback. Yeah, about the coach, You right? see a flashback here, and I ended this with being like, man, you... You know, I have a second opinion about the coach. I think I actually like the guy. I would read it if, if it was the coach him, from the old show, Coach. <laughs> well, uh, actually, I, I heard a rumor that they're getting there's discussion that it's that, coming that back. show's coming back. Dun, 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 With the dun, same guy. Dun, dun, yeah. dun, what was his name? But look, man, if that show comes back, they have to get Bill Faker back to play with uh, what's the guy's name, the assistant coach. I don't remember. His name was Luther or something. No, that was the old man. The, the other one, the one, uh, the one that was on the stand. Oh, the one that it does the voice for Patrick on SpongeBob. Yeah, I believe so. Wow. Actually, Bill. Yeah, his name's Bill Fagerbakey. And uh, uh, that's right. Well, I, and he what's says, his name? Bill Fagerbakey. Fagerbakey. Yeah. Oh he says, God. M-O-O-N, that spells Nebraska. <laughs> All the time. That's what he says. Everything is spelled M-O-O-N. In the stand. In the stand. The but character that he plays. I just want to say, if you're not into football, you should still read Southern Bastards. The first trade's out. What if you're not yeah, into no, the I'll, South? Honestly. Well, it's not honestly, really. Yeah, it's what if not, you're not into the it's South? It's not really. I mean, it's not really about the South as much as it is. Like It just sets place in the deep county of Alabama. And there's like the way some of it's written is like it's, this is yeah. so it doesn't matter if you're not into the south. No, what does it matter if you're not into bastards? What if you're not into bastards? Well, if you're not into bastards, you don't need to be reading. Yeah. You don't need to be reading the book. But if Jason Aaron, I mean, he's a fantastic writer. So if you hate the South and you hate football, you can still enjoy this book. I mean, it's unless not, you hate bastards, it's not a football comic as huh? opposed to where it's like. No, that's just one of the topics. Yeah. I mean, it, that's kind of set dressing. I mean, it kind of revolves around a coach who kind of owns this town because he's the football coach. Dude, when you just said that, it made me want to eat a salad. Why? Because you said dressing. Oh. What's your favorite salad that's, dressing? That's not what I meant. Olive right. oil vinaigrette. It's a pretty good pick. I like blue cheese. I mean, I like that too, but olive oil vinaigrette is my favorite. Uh, Ken's makes the, uh, Ken's makes this uh, sweet Vidalia onion dressing. <laughs> you should try that; it's awesome. Dude, actually, I have some of that, my friend. Our sponsor that's today awesome. is Ken's dressings. <laughs> Ken's that, dressings. That's not true at all. Ken. Ken's Steakhouse dressings. Unless Ken's, Ken's would like us, dressings. if they would like to sponsor us, we they could pay. Isn't it actually dressings. Ken's Steakhouse? Is what they're calling it, right? Yeah. Is there really a Ken's Steakhouse somewhere that you can I go eat at? I assume it? that there is. I, I don't Ken's Steakhouse. Where are you? Stink <laughs> oh, man. What's your pick, Steve? 
Well, I had multiple comics that I wanted to pick, but you can only pick one. So, first of all, let me say that Scoyers 2 was really awesome. I would have liked to pick that. But then at the same time, what was the other one that I said? Cluster. Oh, yeah, Cluster 3. Amazing. Made my drizzle, came out of my drangle, if you know what I'm saying. Like Cynthia Dringus once told me, the juice was right, so I sweeped up the nectar. But anyway, my pick of the week this week is going to be Wolverine's number 13. And mostly I want to pick this comic because it actually made me laugh the whole time I was reading it. You'd even put a smile on old Molly's face. My pet mule. What about Large Marge? You think Large Marge would have laughed at it? I don't care about Large Marge anymore. Okay. Fuck her. You just used her and threw her her away, didn't you? No. Tell him Large Marge sent you. Um, but yeah, Wolverine's, from? it's from the Pee-wee's Pee-wee. Big Adventure. Oh, no. That sweet, like, claymation face oh, that she has. No. But Wolverine's 13 basically is about where Deadpool pays Phantom Mel and Culpepper to, uh, get all Wolverine's costumes together, and Deadpool decides that since Wolverine's gone that the world needs a Wolverine, so he'll be Wolverine. And so he wears Wolverine costumes, and he goes to fight a Hulk just like Wolverine did in his origin, or in his first appearance. And uh, he goes to fight the She-Hulk, and she throws him out a window. He goes and tries to join every team that the w- Wolverine's been a part of, and they're so just like, no. That's like all of them. Yeah. Like every team that was ever in Marvel, even though it didn't, it didn't even make sense, Wolverine was a character in there. Yeah, he goes and tries to do the Avengers, <laughs> the uh, the Canadian one, what was that called? Alpha, Alpha Flight. Flight. And he's like, you guys don't even want me seriously? Not, what? <laughs> it's pretty See, that's, funny that's though. Pretty bad. That's pretty bad. Did Aaron leave? Yeah, he quit the show. Oh well, he'll probably come back. Okay, well I hope so. <laughs> he probably had to get some ham. Ham. He has a ham fetish. Don't ham. tell everyone I said every anything. Uh, fucking calls a ham eater. Says he tells everybody he's a vegetarian or a vegan. He said, "How old you back?" <laughs> he had to get some of that ham. So what's your pick of the week? Or should I say, pick of the queek? Pick of the queek? Uh, my actually, my, I decided that my pick at the last second was going to be uh, Uncanny and Humans number zero, zero, zero. And I'm not saying that just because uh, I say my name three times at the beginning of the show. It's actually a triple zero issue. Yeah. Which I thought was a little odd. I'm not really sure why they chose to do that that way, but whatever. Uh, and it's it's got a it's got a real cool ending, man. I didn't I didn't see it coming, but it's. It's uh, this is this is the beginning of the lead into the you know the the Inhumans Attilum Rising yeah for uh, that's coming up in Secret Wars and it makes your nectar want to drip I'll tell you that oh man it was awesome my nectar was dripping everywhere the, when I was reading that issue I had to throw away my copy because it got nectar soaked nectar soaked I yeah. hate it when that happens I hate it luckily I bought uh, two and you you know uh, my my uh, my honorable mention this week's Black Cross number two. Uh, which I, you know, Black Cross, yeah, it's a fantastic issue. Yeah, uh, it's a, it's a spinoff series from uh, from uh, this, oh, it's my these, eyes. Uh, these old, a little bit older miniseries called Project Superpowers that took all these uh, public domain superheroes and wrote you know they wrote them all into one universe and made it one big story. And this spins out of all that. It's written by Warren Ellis and it's just tight. Like the first two issues of this 
series, I will go out on a limb and say have been better than all of the rest of the Project Superpower stuff. Cool. At least, at least one of that I've read because there was a, there's apparently one, one of the, uh, a series of that about supervillains that I didn't know about until a few days ago. So I've never read any of it. It really makes me want to get milked hearing about that. Now you mentioned Squarriors number two as one of your honorable mentions. Yeah, I agree. That that book is exceptionally amazing this week. It is really good. That's a good, like, good book, man. You know, if it, if it weren't for the fact that we we raved about number one as pick of the week, you know, when it came out, all of us pretty much. But it was. I know it's definitely you and I. You didn't get to read it, did you, Eric? For some reason, uh, the shop I go to, they're always late. Like. Which you guys got scoriers to at least one week late. I still haven't got it yet. I mean, so it's well, just I got yeah. scoriers late. We're, well, the, well, that's the thing that Steve and I've been curious about is because it, it's always announced as coming out a week before it comes out. So we're wondering if there's if they're announcing a shipping a week early or something. I don't know. I don't know why, but it's but it's, people actually get it. Yeah, there's people that yeah. get it the week they claim it is. So, I man, I don't care as long as they keep turning out this kind of product. It's art, awesome. The art is amazing. The story is pretty solid, you know. It's just, yeah. and in this in this issue, there is just a damn all out like it's more of a flashback sequence, I think. An all out war going on between squirrels and cats and foxes, and you know, I mean, it's just mass chaos. I mean, that character Redcoat looks so sweet. You know, if the pick of the week was something I read this week that maybe in like a week or two late, then most of the time my pick would be different. Like I just got Divinity 2 this week, you know? Right. That's a few weeks old. Um, but uh, I do want to mention I finally read that We Can Never Go Home, which we talked about last week. Right. I threw, I'm not going to talk about it deeply on the show because I typed out a review of, uh, well, kind of a review kind of the things I loved about it. And it is up on the little uh, blog there that we have. So, uh, I'm looking forward to that, but yeah. my eyes, my eyes hurt. Your eyes hurt. Well, the the you've had a few days having your ass kicked in at work this week. I think. Yeah. You you and you and your employees there. At my the team of merry men. Merry women. I think Mary we maids. both literally had shit accidents at work, right? <laughs> yeah. And the fact, the fact that that it was the same day. It turned out to be the same, same night. Kills me. Tell the story, man. Because you, uh, man, y'all, y'all's night was horrible that night at the at the restaurant. Well, uh, I went to work. We were getting slammed. The whole restaurant was full of people and annoying idiots, as usual. That have probably never worked a day in their life, or had. Uh, or been in public. Or that, or that. <laughs> and suddenly one of my employees came up to me and said, Somebody told me that the bathroom is overflowing, Steve. Why don't you go look at it? And I said, okay, I'll go check it out. So I went over, and by the time I went over there, there was literally water flowing all over the place. So I went and got a plunger and plungered the toilets that had been stuffed full of toilet paper by annoying drunk frat douches. <laughs> and I stopped the the flow of the water. And then but there was still water everywhere. There was so much water in the dining room that there was people standing in chairs crying like Oh! oh it's toilet water and I want a refund. Was it just water though? I it mean, was just, just it was just it was just, just water. Just it wasn't water. like there was poos floating around in it or something. 
So after all the annoying customers got angry and left, I contemplated shooting myself, but I didn't. <laughs> and now I'm here. I, I, I don't mean to laugh, man. That really it was it was such a shitty night. I didn't even go down there and fuck with you at all. <laughs> then I, last man, night, I've seen dude. Last night at work, uh, a customer got mad because this drunk idiot threw up. We were there, right, right yeah. beside all that happened. And he, I, I thought he was going to try to fight Jeff, the owner. I was like standing behind, waiting, like zoodle dangles, dude. I, hell with that guy. If a fight would have broke, I was so pissed. I would have tried my damnedest to, to, to jump in and help. But I, I was dressed really nice last night, so I would have had to like roll my sleeves up. Can you imagine what would happen if a customer did get mad and hit Jeff? There'd be like a booty swarm of ninjas in there. Yeah. There'd be so many people definitely jumping up like, getting involved in that. Definitely if Dave got involved. I mean, Dave alone. Dude, the whole kitchen staff, staff would get involved in the fight just so Even they wouldn't Fred? have to keep cooking for Even a minute. Fred? Just to get out of cooking. Yeah, they would all be Fred out there. Fred would be giving rage. Like, you know, hit him! I've never, hit, hit him harder! I've never, <laughs> I've never been in a fight. I'm one of the few people I know that have never been in a fight. I've never been in one my entire life. And that was a situation where I was like, you know, if something broke out... I think I would jump in and help, you know, but I don't really know. But I figured out that I would m- bite a man's balls. Like, I would have dropped on all knees, bit that guy's balls, quickly thrown my head in each direction and hoping, because, I mean, that would be the end it of the It might fight. be hard to bite his balls through his jeans. No, you take his jeans down, but I mean, you're you know. You're too much work into this. Dude, you're going to get your ass kicked trying to perform a maneuver like <laughs> no, that. No, because, <laughs> like you said, all of the ninjas would have been there. I would have just been like the slow... Like, uh, you, you you know, the guy that takes forever to attack. The sloth. When he does it, it's the damage. Yeah, the sloth. You are the sloth. But Signature move, ball bites. The ball bites. Yeah, man, I, I don't know. Jeff told me about all of that, and I was like, what in, what in the hell kind of person goes to a late-night restaurant in Johnson City, Tennessee, after 3 a.m., and it and explains is surprised when someone throws up. Because every restaurant that's open at that time of night, is it's the exact same freaking atmosphere. It's mass chaos, and everyone's drunk, and the people that aren't drunk are angry because of the drunks who are drunk. I'll tell you what kind of person. A somebody who thinks they're better than everyone else. I was telling Jimmy uh, when I was in high school. Which makes them worse than everyone else. When I was in high school, we came to the, uh, the IHOP. Like, I lived in Kingsport. We came to the IHOP in Johnson City. Matt Johnson would have been there. James Boyd would have been there. And my friend Seth, you know the guy. He does, like, a bunch of, like, circus freak show stuff. Uh, this may have been, like, up midnight, 1 o'clock. He done the human blockhead. Are you familiar with Where you take, like, huge, like, crucifixion nails and nail them into your nasal cavity. I guess. I mean, yeah, there's no a thanks. treat to it. No thanks to Anyway, that. he done this. While people were eating an IHOP, I didn't know the guy was going to do it. And it was the same thing. There was a huge group of rednecks that jumped up. And it was like, this is the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. Like, you guys owe us money. That almost escalated into, like, a fight in the same sense. Okay, that's a little different, I feel like. But, you know, don't come on me, because I don't know what the hell this guy's going to do. You know, like, I didn't say, hey, why don't you hammer nails in your nose? It just happened. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not saying it's your fault, but I'm saying I can understand why maybe somebody might get upset in a restaurant if somebody is... Hammering nails into their body. Like, usually, if someone around me pukes, then I puke. So, but 
even if I would have been in that guy's shoes, they puked, I puked, I still wouldn't have asked for free food. That's a risk you take. It. Unfortunately, in this in world, there are people of privilege who believe that everything going on in the world is supposed to cater to them. And you could tell that that guy was the just. I'm still not able to wrap my head around the fact that that you know an actual Doctor Blockhead. You know, you've never met the guy. No, I've never read. He does all those. He does every secret society show, and he—I mean—he doesn't always blockhead. He'll do it. I mean, he started out with card tricks, you know, like yeah. really cool card tricks, and then it went to where he'll like—I mean—he has brands all over his body. He used to brand himself. Uh, he did blockhead. He eats glass, swallows fire, does all that fun stuff. Okay, um, but he, you know, and he may do more. I don't know. I mean, he got married, kind of went under the radar, but, he, you know, he may do more than... Uh, is Yoda a snake handler? He is right now. Are Jedi snake handlers? They could be, I guess. Yeah. It's never really, you know, mentioned. Oh, it's Jesus. But they don't say that they're not. Yeah. The, well, this is the worst Easter ever. It has been weird, man. It's been really weird. It's like... I didn't get no eggs. You know, how do they... No chocolates. I want to know something. Like, how do they know which day Easter falls on every year? Because it's on Sunday. But, I mean, like, what's the Sunday? It doesn't matter. Last year, no, last year it was April the 20th. Yeah, but it doesn't even really matter. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, how do they know? Like, how do they know which Sunday in April? Last year it was three weeks from today. You know, like, how do they figure this out? You, you, it's you not the first Sunday in April? I thought it was the first Sunday. No, because last year it was on 420. Remember, everyone made those jokes. Like, I'm going to get high on Easter. It's on 420. Last year, it was on April the 20th. In no way do, do the giant size man things condone the No, Easter. I just want to know how do they figure it out. <laughs> like, how do they know what Sunday it is? I don't know. And why isn't that a, a consistent thing? You know? like Is anything? Never mind. Well, you I'm know, not going to go there. Like, the birth is always I'm on the I'm not going to go there about it's, inconsistencies. It's Christmas, no matter what day that falls religions. on. You know? I'm just curious. How, how do they know... Which Sunday it is. It ain't my holiday. I don't give a shiz. Man, I'll tell you what. I thought I was going to starve to death today before I found a restaurant that was open. And I had to resort to fast food. Oops. Taco if Bell. If it weren't, no. That's Sonic. Taco Jones. Sonic is always You open. have killed Yoda. What the fuck, man? I'm bringing him back. I'm bringing him back, dude. I'm, it's Sonic Easter. is always open. It's Easter. I, uh, yes, that's where I went. I actually worked at Sonic. Maybe you don't know that. When for two years, when I was fifteen years old, Do we, we have were a crucifix. Open, we were open on, We were open on Christmas. I kid you not. On Christmas, I had to work Christmas for two well, years there. Oh. What do you mean? Why happened to my hair? <laughs> What's up with my hair? It's a little grizzly. You know, it's someone been... <laughs> someone Dude. commented on me having that David Lynch hair last night. And I took that as a compliment. My hair does what it wants to do. I wake up. Sometimes it's up. Sometimes it's down. It just Papa Canusi. Yeah, I was. Well, I was. I mean, I saw my my, my buddy uh, Chris Simmerly, which you, you've met, Chris. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Chris was posting earlier. He's like, it's like, why why are there so many places closed on Easter? But like, not everybody has family, you know, and those people want to go out to eat. The, yeah. But but you know, I mean, and that's the things like. In any given place that I've ever worked, there have been non-religious people, yeah. you know. So, but but yes, for for those of you who do, so, you know, celebrate Easter, happy Easter. Happy but Easter. I nearly starved to death earlier. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Man? 
that Yoda's head? Yeah. You've killed Yoda. Uh, that wouldn't be the first one. Dun, dun, dun. I want to talk about... Uh, uh, a guy by the name of Wilfredo. Hope I'm saying his name right, Torres. That sounds like an Italian dish to me. It might be. I, I hope I'm saying the guy's name right. Uh, Wilfredo Torres, yes. Yeah. He is a comic book artist. Hey, a Glucciatoro! Give me some of that Wilfredo, huh? And uh, this See? week... This week, uh, he teams up with Mark Miller for the prequel to Jupiter's Legacy called Jupiter's Circle. Which uh, looks awesome, and it comes out this week. Yeah. His wife, coming Wednesday. His wife just recently passed away, like, this week of cancer. <laughs> I don't know why you laughed at that. I wasn't laughing but, at that. Uh, I was looking at this. Yeah. His wife passed away, and I guess due to, like, outstanding medical bills, because she's had this long battle with cancer, there's a benefit called the Torres Benefit, which is his last name. So you have people in the comic book industry that is, like, auctioning stuff off. For instance, Frank Quietly, who's a well-known artist. I don't know why you're laughing at everything I'm saying. Uh, Frank Quietly, who's this really, really fantastic artist who did Jupiter's Legacy, actually did a cover for Jupiter's Circle, and there's only one in existence. Like, you're going to buy his copy. It's up for auction. Last I saw, it was like over $3,000, and that's great because it goes for this benefit. Anyway. What was the benefit for again? For Wil- Wilfredo Torres, is who, whose wife died of cancer. <laughs> I don't know why you're laughing at this. But, uh. <laughs> Hang on. He was depressed a few minutes ago. Yeah. He started talking about cancer, and he's just happy as shit now. But, uh, I'm by winning. <laughs> anyway, Mark Miller. Is auctioning off his keyboard, uh, which he wrote everything going all the way back from like Wanted and Chosen all the way up to Jupiter. How do we know it's the real keyboard? Because he tells you. I mean, why would he you could not, be lying? Why would you not take his word for it. So then later on, he can do it again and be like, "This is the real, real one," and make some more money. But anyway, here's the thing: is the keyboard is just like a Logitech. It's a cheap Logitech. But aside from the keyboard, he's auctioning off twenty of his biggest titles. Every one of them signed. And this is all for that cancer lady? Yeah. And, and he's hoping... More, more accurately, it's for her husband. It's who for her husband. Who's who, he's alive, though, so what does he need it for? Medical bills. He needs the money to pay the medical bills and such. Listen, everybody knows you can just not pay your medical bills, and then when you die, it doesn't matter. But they get handed down. To who? Well, if you have kids, it goes to them, right? Don't have kids, idiots. Hello? It's going to go to somebody. Dude, my debt is going to die with me. Well, some people don't want to be in debt. Dude, being in debt is the way how to live the real American lifestyle. <laughs> That's You want to have a real American experience? You go in debt. But there's people that kill themselves that they're in debt. Dude. Big that's Chestnut, the only way you instance, can figure it out? I'll throw this guy out. Big Chestnut was a fantastic singer-songwriter. Uh, he was around in the 90s. He got in a car wreck in like 1983 <laughs> that handicapped him. He had very little feeling in his hands. <laughs> He ended up being like $50,000 in debt, needed this surgery, and, uh, you know, he had no money, so he fucking killed himself. So, you know, you can live in debt, but sometimes you're going to need to not be in debt. Now, I, I don't know why you're laughing at the fact that this guy's killed himself. I have a dark sense of humor. I guess so. Wow. <laughs> For some reason, when you were telling me that story, I couldn't stop thinking about Ronald McDonald in the same situation. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about the POWs now. What POWs? I don't. I don't know. 
What about uh, Flandang's new release? It could happen. It could happen. Uh, I went and saw the new Fast and Furious Fury 7 last night. It was awesome. If you guys get a chance, it's definitely worth your money. Uh, Aaron and I had a conversation last night. Uh, th- these last three or four movies in this series, they've they've kind of reworked the whole series of movies and... and uh, the story, if you watch the movies in the order that they came out, because of the way they've been reworked, they're actually out of order now. So if you're interested, if you've not watched any of them, watch them in the following order. The first one, the second one. Take Tokyo Drift out, then continue all the way up and watch Tokyo Drift before you watch the one that is in the theater now. That is the order that the story happens in. Is there any kind of a Paul Walker tribute? Uh, there's not, it's not directly, they don't, it's not directly a tribute. There's a scene at the end where Vin Diesel. Spoiler alert! Yes. Spoiler alert. There's a scene at the end where Vin Diesel kind of leaves everybody else and Paul Walker follows him and they get, they kind of race down the road, you know, similar to the end of the first movie, but at the end of it, uh, and then during the whole time, the whole thing, Vin Diesel is, uh, he's narrating and like talking about, you know, I guess his relationship with the with the other character but it's not really the relationship with the character as much as it was the relationship between the two actors as best friends what happened to Paul Walker he got killed in a car wreck did he say <laughs> did he, I knew you were going to laugh did he start out did he start, start out by saying like Mason he was like a brother to me did he start out with those words no okay. uh, but but yeah they do, so they, do a whole kind of, they, whole, they do a whole kind of missing man formation thing there in that race at the end where you're driving down the road and just Paul Walker's car just kind of veers off into a, a separate lane and just drives away. And I'd ask, because you know he died while filming, you, you said that his brothers like doubled yeah. for, for him and that's how they, I guess they finished this movie? Yeah. Which is pretty interesting because yeah, I didn't know that but, he had but, any brothers. Man, I'll tell you, this is, this is a quite a bit... Do you think his brothers will die now because of the Fast and Furious curse? I don't know if there was a Fast and Furious curse. I think you got into the car with the wrong dude. Uh, God, why are you why are you so vile today for? I just have a dark sense of humor. Uh, it's fucking mirror universe. Dude, I'm gonna give you some dark movies to watch tonight, and they will cure your your. Look what Yoda did. He cut down Swamp Thing, Man Thing. Yeah. Oh my God, I'm a terrible host. Uh, <laughs> and look at that. I do want to mention. Uh, Speaking of Furious 7... Let's talk about devil music. The crew, uh, may, particularly not James Wan, I don't know, it could be James Wan eventually, but like the writers, producers from like whatever the fifth one was called all the way to Furious yeah. 7, they're, oh. the, they're the people tackling the Chrononauts movie. Oh. So Mark Miller is insanely happy that Furious 7 opened up with such high numbers because you know this is the crew that's going to take one of his stories and run is with it. Is Mark Miller so. dying? No, I don't think so. He, I mean, I, on I don't a think very he's long done. scale, everyone. I mean, done. eventually, yeah. <laughs> so if that's, that's what it takes one. to make you happy, you should be really, really ecstatic because no one gets out alive. <laughs> I uh, mean, you're done too. <laughs> Excellent. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it had it had a ridiculous opening weekend. Like maybe the fourth. What, what did we say? Yeah, it was like the fourth highest ever, or something like that. Uh, for it's, I, I want to say I read somewhere between three hundred and eighty and four hundred million dollars or something this weekend which is ridiculous which you know here in a month when Avengers comes out Avengers will probably pass it Yeah, I think it's definitely going to pass it 
Yeah. I I wonder what the highest opening is. Fifty Shades of Grey. No, it's not Fifty Shades of Grey. It, it's probably a Star Wars. You think so? Yeah. You don't think it's a Harry Potter or a Twilight? Harry Pottery? I'm going to look that up. Um, the Snake Whisperer. I want to see the Snake Whisper in theaters next June. I saw uh, there, I saw a movie like that once. It, uh, there were snakes on this plane. Oh, I've seen that. Apparently, there were motherfucking snakes on the motherfucking plane. I think the most hilarious movie I've ever seen was Grizzly Diaries or whatever it's called. The Grizzly Man. The Diary. Grizzly Man. The Grizzly. What Man. was hilarious about that? That recording at the end where where he dies, where you can hear him getting eaten by bears. You're a terrible person. <laughs> I love that part. I listened to it before I go to sleep. That explains a lot. <laughs> no, I actually have the highest grossings. According, which I don't know when they updated this, according to this, Fury 7's number 9. But I actually have the top 10, if anyone's interested. I'm uh, interested. I, I would be like to hear the, the top 10 dogs who played Rin Tin Tin. Number 1 is The Avengers. Number 2 is Iron Man 3. Number 3 is Harry Potter and the Deadly Hallows Part 2. Four is Dark Knight Rises. Five is The Dark Knight. Six is The Hunger Games Catching Fire. Seven is The Hunger Games. Eight is Spider-Man 3, which is a piece of shit. And nine is wow. Furious 7. And ten was The Twilight Saga, New Moon. So wow. number one is The Avengers? Well, Let's hear it for Geeks. Cool. <laughs> and Iron Man 3 was uh, not very good either. But, What's the most uh, depressing movie you've ever seen? The first is Suicides. Any other questions? I think that would be my number one ranked comedy. I don't think I don't, I don't. I think you're. I think you're aiming high there, buddy. It's like, yeah. I don't think you realize exactly how fucking depressing that movie is. We've seen it. Have you? I laughed. <laughs> <laughs> For days. You, you have to go home tonight. For you days. Shave, you shave your beard down into a goatee because you're you're Mary University right now. <laughs> <laughs> What's the saddest movie you've ever seen? The saddest movie yeah. I've ever seen? Probably Austin Powers, The Spy That Shagged Me. <laughs> I cried like a baby in that movie. At what part? The opening credits. I don't know why he cried in that, but... Because that song. It's like... Probably one of the most hilarious movies I've ever seen. It was a Schindler's List, right? It was a hilarious movie. No, I didn't think that one was funny enough. It just seemed like something you were going to say? It wasn't funny enough. That one wasn't funny enough. I wanted to, I, I think my favorite uh, comedy I've ever seen is probably... It's a tough choice. You're probably going to say like Hannibal Holocaust or something, aren't you? Well, Black Swan was pretty hilarious of more recent films. That was a pretty good comedy. Bizarro, Steve. That's what he is. <laughs> um, from Dust Till Dawn, that was a good bromance. Yeah. From Dust Till Dawn. <laughs> that was a good romance. You like Michael Parks Look. in there, right? Yeah. Dude, that movie, uh, We Are What We Are, that movie I laughed so hard. That is one of the funniest movies I've seen in a while. What is that about? It's about these cannibals, pretty much. <coughs> it's about cannibals. It's worth a watch. You'll it laugh has Michael for Fox hours. In it. You will <laughs> laugh so hard. I want to talk about uh, the 
whatever it's called, the Batman versus Superman. I don't know if that's even Dawn of Justice. Dawn of Justice. Which looks like an interesting rom com. They announced that the uh, the trailer for that is going to be shown during the new Mad Max film, which looks amazing. Yes, did you get a chance to watch that trailer that I posted on Facebook? Man, uh, I only saw that that very first one from a few months ago. I I don't want too much spoiled, so well, I don't think, think it's going to spoil anything. I mean, just just watch the trailer, man. To me, it looks like one of the most inspirational movies since Left Behind. I, th- I think uh, I, I think that if uh, Fast Desert Wastelands. Insanely, insanely ridiculous vehicles running at incredibly high rates of speed across the desert while shit is exploding, and there's a giant uh, dust storm tornado going across the desert. It's inspiring to you. This is definitely, definitely the movie for you because this trailer looked even more insane than the last one, and I'm still gonna watch this movie. To me, it looks like a kung fu hustle knockoff. <laughs> I love, actually, I love that movie. What do you think, Kung Fu Hustle or Kung Pao Enter the Fist? Kung Fu Hustle. What happened in the sequel to Kung Pao Enter the Fist that we were promised? Hopefully it got flushed down the drain with the, with the shit that it was. I'm not a fan of Kung Pao. It was too I serious really for me. I remember it. Well, on, uh, speaking of canceled <laughs> movies, we actually have some really bad news for everyone. There's been a movie canceled that everyone was looking forward to. They may not have known that they were looking forward to it, but they were, trust me. Is it Elvis Nosferatu? It was Elvis Nosferatu. <laughs> Elvis Nosferatu. Elvis How long has that been canceled for? Since it's been canceled 2013. for No, it's actually just two years ago from the last but, but uh, For those of you who don't know what the hell we're talking about, Elvis Nosferatu was the sequel to Bubba Hotep. So, Matt Johnson, you can start crying now. I'm sorry, Matt. I'm I wish sorry. that wouldn't have got canceled because that was one of my favorite histori- uh, history biopics I've ever seen. I feel like that's really seen. what would happen. To JFK, I feel like that's what happened. You know what? Honestly, I feel like he got shot, survived the surgery, they died on a black man, and left him somewhere, and he ends up in the surgery. I swear to you that I probably never laughed louder at a single line of text from a movie than Ozzy Davis just deadpan as hell looking at Sebastian Half, who was played by uh, Bruce Campbell, and going, "They died me black." There was one line it. from a movie that made me laugh harder than that. What was though. that? It was from Silence of the Lambs when uh, the guy tells the guy to put the lotion on the skin or he gets the hose again. Dude, that movie made me want to immediately go out and skin dogs. I didn't do it. <laughs> I didn't do it, but I had the urge after I watched that movie. Oh, wow. Well. Uh. <laughs> what do you... Uh, what do you think about buffalo tongues? I like them. Have you ever had one before? No. They're not good for eating. They're good for moisturizing your lips. You just rub them on your lips? Yep, freeze-dried buffalo tongues. How long do they last normally? Uh, about two uses per tongue. Alfred said that's pretty expensive to get a <laughs> buffalo's tongue. Not if you get them yourself. Oh. Like I do. <laughs> There's a guy who has buffalo up on Buffalo Mountain. That's why they call it Buffalo Mountain, because there's buffaloes there. Secret ones. I have their tongues. No. I've never seen any up there. They usually bleed out after I take their tongue. That could be why. Well, if they don't bleed out, they're probably going to starve to death. I would imagine it's kind of hard for them to eat without tongue. I want some hot wings. Some? Would you like some buffalo wings? Yeah. Perhaps. Yeah. I thought you might. I want buffalo wings. 
<laughs> I'm pretty hungry too, man. Uh, let's see what else we got. We did the Torres benefit. That is everything. That is everything. It's not. It's every. Oh, DC has cast Hawk Girl in their spinoff series that I wish they would give us a name for so we can stop referring to it as DC's spinoff series. It's going to contain characters from the uh, from the, the Arrowverse, the Arrow, the Arrow, and the Flash. The Adam's going to show up in it. Firestorm. You're, you're talking about a TV series, right? Yes, a TV series. It's going to just be called a hunk of shit because it's probably what it's going to be. Uh, well, I don't, I don't know. I mean, <clears throat> you liked Constantine. Yeah. And no one expected that to do any good. Yeah. But most people think that was a hunk of shit, so. I don't Maybe know. it's just because I'm biased. Like Constantine, actually when I was watching that show, it was more like constant pain. That's what most people feel like. Most people didn't like it. I liked it. <laughs> It made me want to tear out my innards, which did make me laugh. So the show was good for a comedy. Uh, there was some comical moments. Have they have they decided? I've actually never watched it. The show no, it's coming next month still. Oh man, next long, month. Long wait for the lovers of that show. So, anyway, uh, anything else uh, to talk about? Uh, excuse me. Yeah, I'll I'll throw out real quick. Uh, I think I've mentioned on the show the the film Staria is one of my favorite horror films from last year. Netflix picked it up. Yeah. So if you have Netflix since the queue, you should check it out. It's done by uh, this guy named Dennis who runs ChuckPolinick.net. He's ran ChuckPolinick.net for the last 20 years or however long that website's been out. Don't you realize I've had diarrhea since Easter's? And Nacho Libre is maybe on there. But uh, we were talking about something else they put on there the other day that was like, that just came out this week. What was that? Uh, well, Wolf Cop. Wolf Cop is now on. I tried Wolf to watch Cop. that last night. Did you? Yeah, I did How try was to. It? I did made it five minutes in. What happened at five minutes? I was bored. After I thought this minutes. movie was going to be a comedy. Then you should not watch Foxcatcher if you're bored for five minutes. Dude, let me tell you this. Something that did come out this week that you guys refused to talk about. We talked about it before the show, and you guys said, No, Steve, we're not talking about that. We are not going to cover this topic. But um, now that we're recording live here in Boston, uh, I am going to bring it up. This week, Convergence Number Zero came out, and I think it needs to be talked about. I didn't read it. Did you read it? I skimmed it. God damn it! What kind of comic book show is this? (laughs) Look, I, I'm excited about Convergence as, a, as an event, just because a lot of the crap that's going to happen during the series. Basically, I, the Brainiac comes, tickles his, tickles Superman's tandies, Superman needs to shave, the end. That's what go. happened. I don't, I don't need to read it. The, I mean, it, there was not a huge setup going on in it, and I, so I'm wondering why it was even necessary. To have Convergence? Zero. For, for money, man. Yeah, I don't know. That's why. It's money. I mean, it was a $5 book, too. Exactly. I got some uh, variants on it. There's a... I sprayed myself in the face with mace yesterday so I could finally feel something. <laughs> I hate it. I have to do that every Monday morning, man. I understand. Dude, I want some Chinese food. Let's go get Chinese food. Can yeah, you get Chinese show. food? Where? Where? We'll go after the show. Can we go after the show and get Chinese food? Yeah, let's go get Chinese food. Fuck it, let's end the show early and go get Chinese food. (laughs) Dude, I wish we could... Right quick quick before we we kill the the recording for this week and and stop talking for a change. (laughs) I want Uh, Chinese food now! Steve wants Chinese food now, but I I, I want to remind everybody that uh, this coming Saturday, April the 11th from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m., 
is the Toy Comic Book Sports Card Collect and Collectibles Hobby Show at the Apple Itch and Fairgrounds in Gray, Tennessee. Uh, it's for a good cause. It's for the children. It, it support it, the the money supports the Children's Miracle Network. Uh, they'll have the special guest uh, Gary Quaspis, who was a he was uh, was a pretty pretty uh, pretty decent comic book artist back in the day, and does some does some private stuff now. Uh, has his own project. Wait a minute, dude. What do you mean private stuff? Well, not, not like he does a lot of like private. genital work. No, no, not not that kind of private stuff. I mean, <laughs> that was perhaps a bad choice of words. <laughs> because I wanted like to get a, a, a look at his genital work. Will you be if there? It's dark enough. Huh? Will you be at the, sh- the I, show? I may go. I may go out Are you gonna, there. You're gonna go. I want to go. I have, I have no life. Of course, I'm gonna be there. Anyway, for those who listen, that was like, I wonder what those guys look like. Like, like I don't know who they are in real life. Just look for. The three most handsome men in the room, and that will be us. Guar- yes. Guaranteed. Almost certainly. Um, look for blood. Look yeah, Or look for blood, I guess. Look like for the Steve trail says. of blood and follow it, and you'll find me there. All you really are going to have to do is go walk in and look at someone who is there and be like, where are the three biggest geeks in here? And that will almost certainly be us. There could be geeks there bigger than us. I don't mean stature-wise. <laughs> That's not what I meant. <laughs> But anyway, yes, uh, it does support a good uh, support does support a good cause. Uh, admissions three dollars if you want to go. It's it's a, it's usually a pretty good show. There's all kind all all manner of collectible out there. I've bought comics. You think we'll be able to find plenty of toys, comics? It's yeah. will we be able to find figurines? It's probably. It's will we be able to find sports cards? Absolutely. I'm not boys. going there. There's even Playboys there normally. It's actually my favorite. It's a, it's a really good local show. I mean, to be a local is, it is. And, you know, really I mean, like show. I said, it's only three dollars to get in, and, and the money does go to support a good cause. What's the cause again? Children's Miracle Network. <laughs> You're a terrible person. <laughs> <laughs> you want to do the lead out? All right. Bye.